Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. I tell you what, if you ain't heard, you ain't listening hard enough. London, tell them whose game this is. Adult School Marco Podcast. <clears throat> the trillest, realest school in America. And today, Fast Lane Pay Per View. Watching this fast lane. It's been an incredible opening match. Tag team titles on the line. Judgment Day versus Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes. This could be over. This match is turk. Cody's turn. Jay's getting ready to stand up. He's going to be turned. Oh, yeah. Like JR would say, this is a slobber knocker. I've never seen anyone kick out of that. I really can say I've never seen no one kick out of that. Oh, oh no. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh-oh, it's going to get ugly. Damian Priest. 
Got Cody Rhodes on the table. Oh! What a turn of events. Crossroads on the table. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Tia. Oh, wow. Oh! Is he gonna do it? Wow! Oh, wow! Oh, yeah. I like it, WWE creative. Wow. What a finisher. A double team. capitalize Cody finally got some gold and to find a way to put it on him and Jay Uso wow it was like a modified 3D but it was like a Cody cutter man that was a great finisher Look at them celebrating. Wow. Judgment Day finally lost. So proud of Jay Uso. Like, I mean, wow. Can't speak on him enough. That's Rikishi's son. You know, like, wow. And now he finally got some gold. He deserves it. He deserves it so much. And Cody does, too. So that's a great way, you know, when you think about it and the tag team, getting Cody in there. Because really, at this point, and because he's on Raw, like, I don't... I don't see him facing Roman again at WrestleMania 40. They already had WrestleMania, you know, and Roman's been gone. Like, he's just going to make his appearance, his first-time appearance this coming week. So, but, you know, 
I think him and Cody, I think that's over with. And with The Rock popping up, you know, yeah, that would be great to see, but I don't think there's enough time and The Rock's not going to be there long enough to build up any kind of, you know, like him and Roman's not going to happen. Uh, I don't see who can get Roman out, though, like three years straight. Like, you know, he's really, you know, there's no other record close to his. And he's been ran through all the roster already. So, you know, y'all, you're not going to bring nobody part-time to take the belt off of Roman. That's not going to happen. And there's nobody better than Roman right now, you know. You put him and Brock so many times, it's just, and it's just not even, you know. And they had a great run. So it's going to be interesting to see, though, who, who Roman ends up facing at WrestleMania. Shout out AEW. Y'all AEW fans too. Shout out to y'all. Y'all y'all rock with AEW. WWE, AEW, or WWF, WCW. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Both, really. You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, with WWE having pay-per-views and AEW having pay-per-views and having two shows a week now, it's really, really good, man. A lot of people, a lot of people favor AEW as their primary brand. Some people aren't WWE, you know. So you got both sides. Seen Edge. AKA Adam Copeland, his real name, you know, Adam Copeland, the rated R superstar. He's back over at AEW now. He just signed with them, which is great. I I bet, you know, what if, like, like if CM Punk never would have got fired or, you know, if he was still there, who's to say Edge even comes there, you know? Maybe he would have, I mean, anyway, because his contract was up with, uh, with WWE, so, you know. And I get it. And, and for him, that is great. You know, fresh start, new roster. To see Edge and Sting in the same ring is wild. To see Sting in the ring still is crazy. He's 60-something, still still clicking with the face paint, all that, with the bat and everything. Off the top rope.
I went and seen Shaw X the other day. And, um, I thought about doing like a review, but I'll just, I, I'll just say on here. For one, you know, for it being Saw X, Saw 10, there's 10 of them. I mean, that's impressive as it is, the storyline and all that. And I like, I don't want to beat around the bush. I like Saw 10, but, you know, if I'm ranking them as far as whatever, you know, in my top 10 favorite, it's not in my top three. But as far as storytelling and how they did it and weaving things together and doing that and point of view and all that, like they did a really good job on that. I give them credit for that. And the traps were this was probably, in my opinion, this was the worst movie traps wise. In a Saw movie. But then again. There wasn't that many. But. In the way that they. Go about in the movie. They spend like the first. Like 40-50 minutes really building up. Characters and plots and stuff. So. But. I mean overall. If I were to rank it. Out of 10. For me. I'd say it was like a like a seven point nine. Yeah, I'm nitpicking, but but you know, nevertheless, I'm still a soft fanatic, and you know, to make ten movies out of anything is just ridiculous, and you know, for them to have that success. My favorite top, my top three would probably be like Saw Two, uh, I go Saw Three, and it's a toss up between the first one or Saw Six. Either way. But I went and seen it. I, I wanted to, you know, catch, I wanted to catch it. But, it, you know, it's such a testament to great marketing and hype and all that. You know what I mean? Because really, like, you know, would I see it again? Would I, would I pay to go see it again? Probably not, you know. I definitely could have waited to catch it streaming. Sometimes you want to go to see the movie and you want to be in the theater for it. And this, this movie was like, mm. but it was more, it was about, it was, you know, I guess it was just different though, compared to the regular Saw movies though. So it depends on how you look at it. You know, some people might think that this is their favorite because, you know, whatever, but you know, <clears throat> but anyway, they, they say that they might make more. Uh, so we'll see.
You know, right here you got Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, which the three of them guys are a, a talented faction. If they spend some time together and get and you know and grow, they could be they could be on point. They facing the LWO. I don't like their eyes. Yo, this is Chief Mulatto Poppy, a.k.a. Marcus Fultz. You're tuned in to Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. A few moments later. LWO versus Street Profits, Bobby Lashley. Ray Mysterio needing a, a partner. Right now, he down one. It's been a handicap match this whole time towards the end of the match. Are we anticipating a surprise return? Got to be somebody. Got to be somebody Spanish. 
Ooh, Carlito. Everybody get your apples. Take a bite. Spit it in somebody's face. Hit that Carlito. Y'all remember Carlito back in WWE years ago. Now he even got older, got swole. One of the beautiful things about wrestling is like you could start young and you could grow and you could age. You could still wrestle. I know wrestlers in their 50s and 60s. Sting is still wrestling and jumping off turnbuckles and shit. Carlito looks ripped. He looks in shape. I remember him being more slimmer and skinnier than this. Backstabber. That's big. Rest in peace, Eddie Guerrero. Man, imagine if Eddie was was still here, like knowing... Ray Mysterio's Hall of Fame, knowing Dominic Mysterio was a part of the one of the greatest factions in WWE history. I mean, wow. All these Spanish wrestlers, man, you gotta take a take a page out of Eddie Guerrero book, man. Latino Heat. Got Rio Rip. Got Rhea Ripley calling Dominic Poppy like for real. Let's go, Eddie. That's your influence. You know what I'm saying? Pulling up, pulling up down the ramp in a low rider on with switches, hydraulics, like man. Man, this year WrestleMania when uh. When Rey Mysterio came out with Snoop and the Lowrider, that was so epic. And in California, like, epic, man. WWE has been phenomenal all year. And, like, you know, they've been merged with UFC, uh, you know, TKO, breaking records. Like, so much money funneled into what the product is now, and it's just blown up right now. It's incredible. This is one of the greatest times to be a wrestling fan. I'm I'm a diehard fan of the Attitude Era. Me personally, that's because like I that's what I had growing up when I was a child. When I was like six, seven, eight, nine, like ten, eleven, twelve. I'm born in 1990, so you know I started watching wrestling probably about like 95, 96. But you know, 97, 98, 99, 2000. Man, those are some those years like molded me as a wrestling fan, you know, like, you know, Raw is War, like, oh, man, the Jumbotron, Jerry the King, JR, just, ah, that was my Monday.
Seeing WWE spinning back around Peoria around Thanksgiving week. Just place your bet, and the bonus bets instantly appear in your account. Like magic. Like it's magic. That's too much magic. It's too much magic. This week, go for two. Ladies and gentlemen, you may have seen this on WWE social media earlier today. It is the arrival of one of the most sought-after free agents in sports entertainment history, signing to WWE just a couple of weeks ago, none other than Jade Cargill. A true game-changer in every sense of the word. A star has arrived. And that is, of course, Triple H greeting Jade Cargill, his prize free agent get here on WWE. Cannot wait. This Triple H's game. lines on his forehead never go away. And it's it's wild to see Triple H ball, you know? Like, it's just weird. I mean, you know, I wonder what made him cut his hair, like, to begin with. Like, I wonder if he was balding or, like, uh, I don't know. Because it's, it's hard to tell. Maybe he had a spot. Maybe. I don't know, though. John Cena's spot is painfully obvious. Like, and John Cena's keeping his hair. He don't care about that asteroid he's got in his in his skull, you know, that's just taking up that space. Child John Cena, man. He got a he got he got, you know, just he I don't know. He got hope. Him and LeBron are like a special kind of like athlete. Like like you know. <laughs> They know they losing their hair. <laughs> they don't care. They gonna act like you don't notice. Oh, it's it's, it's LeBron. It's John Cena. They're human too. They lose hair too. All that money they got, they like nope. We just gonna we nope. Charlotte Flair. I'm scared through this. Charlotte's Scott hit a moonsault on Charlotte Flair while Charlotte Flair had Asuka in a figure four, but in a figure eight. Well, this is going to be one time, Corey, that Eo Sky is going to be glad that Bailey didn't listen to her. Oh, one time, one time, nothing. Bailey is here for Eo. Bailey is here for Dakota. Bailey is a role model and a true leader. Neo Sky retaining the WWE Women's Championship here tonight in a classic triple threat battle. I'm sure they're going to have Bailey do another turn, though, soon. I mean, because damage control has been a stable for a while. Bailey, oh, man, she's got cakes. Tied up with Bailey at the moment. 
Bailey's highly underrated. Like, No tag team champions. Yeah, this was this was when it all changed when uh when uh would follow suit with a somersault plancha to the outside picking out when JD and look at this beautiful teamwork elevated Cody. JD went to go hit Cody with that briefcase and missed. Hit Priest. Cody's so good. Like, I mean, you know, he's... You know, he Cody Rhodes, first of all, he's the son of a legend. And that's something to be said. Like, you know, the sons of legends, you know, we got it in us. Like, it was in our daddies, it's in us too. Like, it's, it might be a different sauce, but it's coming from the same, you know? Cody Rhodes, man, Stardust, his brother Dustin Rhodes, Goldust. Man. And where Cody's at now in his career, and, and start, he started AEW. Him, Chris Jericho over there, and how where it is now, Chris Jericho. They got Christian, this world champ over there. Edge just came back. They got they got Hall of Famers over there. They man, AEW was on the rise. Moxley, you got a lot of names over there. L.A. Knight pulling up in the Slim Jim Mustang. Courtesy of Slim Jim for winning the SummerSlam Battle Royal presented by Slim Jim. Is that a Mustang? I knew that was a Mustang. Man, I love Mustangs, bro. Yeah. 
Adult School Marco Podcast, the Trailers for the School in America. And today. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. Toby, just do it. Hey, yo, is that that Mexican OT? good dog. Louis Vuitton umbrella when I walk through the rain in the kitchen with the chicken counting bread like cash. Good dope, got a Mexican looking like Johnny Dane. Need deep in money, water stick, carry my cane. Right pocket got money, left pocket okay. Bulletproof white Cadillac, riding in a tank. I'm a dirty baby, baby from Dirty Bay. What a 30k slide out your block, light it up, wood flame. Chopping on the block, got the lag, doing jumping jacks. Smoking on the wood, yelling timber like it's lumberjack. Pressing on the back 10, sound like it's bubble wrap. Throw the CB in the shower, give his ass a bubble bath. Yabba's a chopper, the bitch, I got a whole lot of that. I'm a kill y'all, got him falling back. Feel like a baby to finish words, follow that. I'm just rhyming my word, baby. I don't know how to rap. Anytime you see me, I bet that I'm flossed up. Got crossed up, thick in the dirt, and I bossed up. I be catching all these plays, get it most up. I be eating the booty like salad, get a toast up. Wait, chop out the ch. Wave nigga goodbye. I'm from Lone Star with sipping lean with pecan pie. I don't play by respect for that. We gon' die. Huh. Louis Vuitton umbrella when I walk through the rain. In the kitchen, whipping chicken, cotton bread like cash. Good dope, got the Mexican looking like Johnny Dane. Deep in muddy water, stick, carry my cane. Right pocket got money, left pocket cocaine. Bulletproof white Cadillac, riding in the tank. I'm a dirty baby, baby from Dirty Bay with a 30k. Slide down your block, light it up, wood flame. Chopping on the block, got the lamp, doing jumper jacks. Smoking on the wood, yellow timber like it's lumber jacks. Pressing on the Mac 10, sound like a bubble wrap. Throw the TV in the shower, give his ass a bubble back. Y'all was a chopper, slipping, check out a whole lot of that. With the scale, I'ma kill y'all, got them falling back. Feeling like a baby, just feeling some words. I'm just rhyming my word, baby. I don't know how to rap. Feel like a grown man. Late night talk show, feeling like Conan. An old school Marco podcast. Channel 7, yeah, this a broadcast. I got KDI in the front. I got a couple KDs in the back. I heard KD got bands. KD, where you at? Got the trap running like somersaults. The battery came with the assault. What's lemon pepper to the boss? I've been hustling. I feel like Rick Ross. No zip tie, get the zip off. Both of y'all bitches don't have a bitch off. Little nigga, I'm Vince McMahon. Little nigga, you Eric Bischoff.
before I go sit down with the greatest of all time, Michael Cole. What? In that hating ass Corey Graves. What? Allow me to introduce a man who's a 16-time world champion. You can't see me. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, John Cena. Hey, Pat McAfee is so raw. First of all, Hall of Fame punter from the Indianapolis Colts, who's also has his own show on ESPN and Pat Pat McAfee show, who's also a WWE commentator, like the NFL and WWE, bro. You feel me? And WWE has been one of the, if not the biggest brand. I mean, you as a brand, we talk about branding, WWE. You know, Vince McMahon took a couple of M's and flipped it to a couple of B's. Do your homework on that. FYBJ Main, uh, do your homework. It hit different. When you Vince McMahon and your daddy had the company, you got the company from your daddy and you took the company and you tripled, quadrupled its worth. Yeah, it hit different. Shout out Vince McMahon. Shout out his daddy. Shout out the McMahon family. You know, shout out Triple H. Real. Like, yeah. As a kid looking at Triple H, looking at him as like, you know, a hero, like, oh, this wrestler, incredible physique, great on the microphone, badass, you know. And as a kid, you you see that same guy and you grow up and you become an adult and learn business and shit. And you same guy who Triple H, who, you know, used to be, you know, have the long hair and the six pack. Now he's bald with the beard and the and the business. And that's that's. That's still a, you know, it's, yeah, bro, still a hero, an adult hero, you know? Man, it's crazy. Yeah, L.A. Knight, talk about L.A. Knight, his, his, uh, his rebranding, you know? Remember L.A. Knight in L.A., he's been wrestling for a long time, but see, you know, you got different wrestling companies, you got Ring of Honor, you know, which is a wrestling company. You got TNA Impact, wrestling company. AEW, wrestling company. Uh, New Japan, uh, wrestling company. You know, uh, so, and all these other indie circuits. LA Knight, you remember him? Uh, NXT had a small run. Then they pushed him to like a different... Uh, persona, a different character, Max Dupree. He went, he left that, went back to LA Knight and the WWE universe throughout different press runs and media runs, you know, because that, that's so, that's so important in terms of this and branding period, you know, having that PR marketing. LA never had that before. Now when he, but I'm telling you that, that first pay-per-view he was in this year, when you really heard the crowd pop for LA, you knew like, oh, it's it. like this is it. Like he's, you know, he's the guy 
that WWE has in the oven right now that that's you know they're they're cooking, getting them hot, getting them ready to serve, like you know, and and will we see LA Knight be a champion, a champion? I mean, yeah, in some form, I think so, but you know. I don't know where, though, right now. You know, uh, Intercontinental Champion, I don't think so. Right now, Gunther's hold that title for over a year now, and he, Gunther's really, he's the man right now. Um, the two the two toughest champions I see getting knocked off is Roman and, Gun- and Gunther, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Seth is, a, it, you know, yeah, it makes more sense for him to take time off. Eventually, he might lose the title, but right now, I, I just, man, he's such a, his spirit is keeping him in that role. Um, man, WWE is just such an incredible brand. I hope one day to work for them. I hope to be going at live events and covering the events and putting it on my platform. And, you know, just because I'm a fan. You know, I say I'm a podcaster. I'm a rapper. I'm this and that. I'm, but, I'm, but I'm a WWE fan, lifelong fan, and been – been one for over 20 years, so it's like, you know, this is a big deal to me. <laughs> like, I mean, you know. L.A. teaming up with John Cena, you know. L.A. Knight, John Cena versus Jim Uso, Jimmy Uso. Is he going by Jim or Jimmy now? You know, it's him, Jim Uso. Nah. Shout out Rikishi, man. Shout out, you know, me and the bloodline. Like, you know, The Rock, Rikishi, uh... Roman Reigns, Jay, Jimmy Uso, The Rock's daughter, Ava Rain, like that. That literally a bloodline. Solo Sokoa, uh, Peter High Chief Mafia, like, bro, it's, it's crazy. Why don't John, why don't John Cena just get that little, just... Why why he not in Rogaine commercials or something though? Like hair club for men, something. Like it's just so distracting. I mean, we all know, yeah, John Cena's older, he's mid forties, he's pushing fifty. But if you're gonna be on TV wrestling, bro, we just noticed that big baseball that's in the back of your head, bro. And you still got hair, which is crazy. How you Man, how you how you got a ball spot and a and a and a part in the front? <laughs> you got a half part in the front, like a half coma. But he, you could tell, like for certain angles, you look at John Cena, like man, that's a uh, you know that's a full headed. Haired young man, like, but you just get a certain angle of him, and you like, wow, what? It's interesting to see them solo Sokoa go face to face. John Cena is going to be on NXT this Tuesday night in the corner of Carmelo Hayes. Paul Heyman's going to be there in the corner of Helen Brinker for that massive matchup. Solo looking like a young Umaga. Another part of the bloodline. 
looking like a, a young Haku, another part of the bloodline. That's a more bloodline run deep. Yes. Arukishi, my dollars. I'll bring some Samoan. Some more in Samoan. Yeah, I'm a lyricist. Take a real quick ad break, and we'll be right back to pay some of these bills. Adult School Marco Podcast, Trills for the School in America. Into that. Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa and John Cena is in trouble. Yeah, he is. And L.A. Knight looks big. Big. What about what Sokoa? But Jimmy knows how to think in Solo. Is there a bad Don't like me. For some trouble, Chief Roderick turned his back on his own brother. Why? But he see him and not Jimmy's dealing with him. He may not be. I am not an actor. Oh. But Cena cut it half. And Browse plugged five hundred was there. Jimmy Uso and Akuma. Listen, I think it's been enough. Paul Hammond on the phone with Roman Reigns at the match is crazy. Like like him him watching the match and being on speakerphone talking to him is raw. Roman is like a real like they've made Roman into such a good villain. He's like a Disney character villain. Like, like you almost run, you you know like you root, rooting for him. Like even when he's you know he's bad. You're like, well, <laughs> it's Roman. You know what I'm saying? L.A. is like a, I, he's like a new generation mix of like Stone Cold and The Rock with the people. Like, I mean, and you got to give him credit. Like, he, L.A.'s legit. He's certified. He's on that microphone and he's top tier and he's a top tier talent. And his skill set is great. His in-ring presence is great. I want, I want, watch how, watch, huh. There's a, there's a moment in this match where he's punching Jimmy and Solo like back to back to back to back and the crowd just going, yeah, yeah, every time he hits. He's like, he, he's insane. Doctor, this is awesome chance going. You think that's piped in? This right here. He just starts teeing off on LA's to start teeing on both of them. Here we go. Hey, in real time, bro, I know LA felt so cool doing that shit. Like, you got 14,000 plus people locked in on you and, and saying, yeah, your catchphrase, 
and you punching moms in the face and you getting paid for that on TV. Oh, wow. I'm trying to count every punch because he, he going back and forth hitting Solo and Jimmy just one hitters. Like left and right hand. Like, oh, wow. Let's count. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Uh. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> he just threw 15 punches. It was so trill to watch. Oh, man. That blunt force trauma move is almost like a stunner. And then that, yeah, elbow drop is just like the people's elbow. Yeah, BFT, blunt force trauma. It looks like it's close. It's like you could tell like this superstar like studied Stone Cold and The Rock. But at the same time, LA is a veteran. He's He's in his lower 40s. He's a veteran. But, like, you know, that's a beautiful thing, too, about wrestling. It's like, you know, you could be doing this for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years. It, it's all relative. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Knight, he he didn't. John Cena was gonna raise his hand up. L.A. was like, nah, and, and L.A. raised John's hand up. That was dope. Yeah, I love seeing superstars get up on that top rope and and cause that that top rope ain't gonna lie to you. You're up there, you're up there. Like you know what I mean. You do all that cute shit, but once you're up there, you could slip and fall. And it's real. People always people always made me laugh and say, "Oh, people people say wrestling's fake." Yo, pain isn't fake. So you think wrestling's fake? I mean, it, it you know it's not fake. It's it's really it's really scripted. It's real, real you know sports entertainment. It's not fake. Let me swan time bomb you off something and let me and let me know if it's fake. If you know what I mean. Let me give you a rock bottom and let me know if it's fake or not. That didn't hurt. Okay. <laughs> don't hey kids, don't do wrestling moves. On, on each other. You got brothers and sisters. Don't do wrestling moves on them. I can't tell you how many times my little cousin Kaylee done been sweet chin music in the face. And the trick is, you know, you slap your thigh when you, you know, I, every time, you know, I'm, you know, she held a pillow, so I ain't really doing it. But like, I, you know, you do the move, you hit your thighs, gonna make that slap sound. 
Anyway, we'll be right back. Adult School Marco Podcast, WWE Fastlane. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. Adult School with Marco Podcast, the trillest, realest school in America and today. Rio Ripley, will you be my wife? And I know it's, I know it's, look, like, it's so corny, like, you know, as a society and all that, because, you know, it's 2023. Anybody get up here and say anything about, like, any one of the celebrity crushes or anything, you know, it's going to sound corny. But, like, what are you, how are you going to, what are you supposed to do, though? That's what I'm saying, though. You know, you know, this cancel culture wasn't around, uh, like, 15 years ago or whatever, you know, 20 years ago, right? 10 years ago. You could say things. Nowadays, you say certain things and people, you know, you like if, you know, if I made a tweet or something, say something about Rhea Ripley or whatever, you know, or if it went viral, you know, it's like, y'all know that she fine, but then y'all get mad at me if I make a statement about it. Like when I, when I, you know, and then, but it really be about like, oh, like Marco, don't do it like that. Don't, woo, woo, woo. And you forget to like, you know, yeah, I'm an entertainer and yeah, I'm a human and all that. But, like, I don't care. I, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And, that you know, y'all got to live y'all life, you know. You know, everybody just be so worried about living for the Internet and what they going to say and do and all that, how the Internet's going to look at them. You know, hey, Rhea Ripley, you fine. And there's a lot of explicit things I really want to say on this platform, you know, things that I, you know, but neither here nor there. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's get back into the paper. Rhea Ripley just threw me off. <laughs> She's so fine. I wonder what her and Jay Uso was talking about. Like, she, she, she man. I don't think it might be late now. The legs hurt. I'm fine, though. I won't be able to support you. Let's just take a chill pill. Relax. And that's what's coming. No, 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 Goss. What happened happened. I'm not going home empty handed. It has to be tonight. Rhea, I'm tonight. No, not tonight. Look at yourself. You're the one that said you didn't want to rush this. You said that you wanted to be ready, and you're not. And she Australian, first of all. That's already, like, it does it for me. You know, I'm right, like, Australia, Aussies is right up there with Spanish women with me right now. Oh, man. So fine. And that voice. And she pulls them gauges off. Like, I'll put my tongue through them gauges. I don't even care. I'll, I'll ear her. You know what I mean? Put my finger in that ear hole. You said that you wanted to be ready, and you're not. And you're not. Do another night. She is so. I mean, she is. Oh, okay, let me just stop talking about it, yo. People toning out spies out this podcast. Like, yo, we're not gonna just listen to you talk about Rhea Ripley. <laughs> 
Yo, I will. Hey, I will do a whole podcast devoted about all the freaky shit about how I want to. Let me stop. Rhea Ripley. Uh, phenomenal wrestling talent. Grand Slam champion. First ever Grand Slam women's champion. Uh, my future ex-wife or my future girlfriend, whatever, whatever come first. I don't know. Raquel Rodriguez bad too. Nia Jax can get it too. You know, the, it's a whole stable of WWE divas, but mainly Rhea Ripley. I'm trying to have be my second baby mom. Oh well, blah blah blah. But see, you gotta understand, like this is these are forms compliments. You can't take it as like, oh, he sounds weird. Is that how he really thinks? Oh my goodness, I would never. It's compliment, you know. Make make it work out for you. Like take what I'm saying and make it apply. You know what I mean? Pretend I said she's really neat, or however you say it, however you flirt with people nowadays, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, you seen her and Jay was talking, she hit her little finger wave, hello, with the, and then, you know, she, she did, man, and then Jay, like, hey, and how he rizzed her and stuff, how he pulled up, you know, he, that look, man, hey. Something, something, something happening. Something, I can't put my finger on it. I can put two of them on it, though. Something happening. Um, side note, uh, side note. So, uh, quick saw X review. I, I went and saw it the other day. <laughs> I saw, saw X. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. The marketing and the promotion did it for me, you know. That brought me in. The film was good. I liked how the film spent like the first like hour building up like the backstory of John and all that and how it was set between between uh the first and second one. Like it was cool, but like it was just I don't know. I there's so many Saw movies now. I think my top three favorite Saw movies of all time probably be Saw Two. Saw three and I go saw six. Um, but yeah, we they we'll see. They're talking about doing more, you know, and it's Hollywood, and you know, you know, they're gonna buy it. We'll see. But Tobin Bell's phenomenal actor. Like, I want to play a game. All right, it's the main event. It's the main event. Last man standing. Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura. Let's go. Hello, School Marco Podcast, the truest real school in America and today. Last man standing. Both of these superstars got like out the top five coldest intros. I think it's two out the top five to me. My my favorite right now. That Shinsuke intro. Shinsuke Raw. 
I wish he was a little bit younger, you know? Like, I wish he had... I wish we had him more for longer, you know? He is a bad mother... Hey, but this is my guy. Burn him down. Sometimes I'm like, what the f is he wearing, though? Like, he, be, he makes some strange fashion choices, but you can do that when you're the champ. And I'm sure what he got on costs a lot of money. This motherfucker got, like, on a, like a butterfly... Like a butterfly double-breasted suit jacket. I don't know what he got on, but it looked like it need. It looked like it come with a cape or something. Like if he put it on, like like you know he you know like something getting ready to happen. Yeah, hey, but them shades fire. Seth is the man. Shout out Becky Lynch. Shout out Seth Rollins. Power couple, you know what I'm saying? They both got the belts. And that was a prelude. Remember that commercial they, they did? And uh, Becky was like, we're going to need two belts. And he's, oh, I said what I said. Last man standing match. Imagine if you had a WWE ring announcer announce you, like, when you walked in the rooms and shit, like, just imagine, like, coming to school, like, on the first day and just dead quiet, and then somebody get on the microphone. They're in attendance, you know, to get up on there. And now, you're a student. Nine years old. The last time, those six take it to their feet. And I don't know if you noticed, but I want to get a shot of the back of Seth Rollins. Get an ECO tape on the back, and there you see Seth Rollins. That's been the story since prior to WWE payback. The last time these two met for the championship. Shinsuke playing mind games. Rollins is a human, 
and his back will give up, and Shinsuke intends to do it tonight. Yeah, kendo stick by uh, Rollins sends Shinsuke Nakamura into a treat momentarily. This match of Rollins tries to get the back. We saw the emotions of himself, Seth Rollins, and how much yeah, nah. suplex. Damien, it would be nice to see him pop out and, and, you know, steal a win from Seth and get the title, but now they took the title, the tag titles off of Judgment Day. I don't know. Are they going to break them up? Or what's going to happen with them? But I know Judgment Day don't want to see Damien Priest with, the, with that belt, though. Like, they don't. Physical match between Seth and Shinsuke. I like Shinsuke, Shinsuke's attire. Turning into a little bit of a hardcore match, pulling table out, pulling trash can out, steel trash can, steel chair. Last man standing. Oh, he got nunchucks? I ain't seen nunchucks since Steve Blackman. He really hit this man with nunchucks. He really throwing them bitches, too. He really, huh, huh, huh. He really hooding them bitches. Shinsuke, Nunchuck, Nakamura. He really just nunchucked him. If you got nunchucks and you angry, stay away from me. I don't want no business. Seth Rollins has been beat up. Is that blood? No. Seth going up on the ladder. Uh oh. Taking the fight out towards the Jumbotron by the ramp, the crowd. 
you when you win. Kicked him off of some big platform. Oh no. School Marco Podcast, Trills Real School in America, and today. Fast lane. Seth Rollins going for the pedigree on Shinsuke. Shinsuke counters. Flipping Seth Rollins on the floor. That exposed Matt. That thin layer, that thin layer of rubber is not going to give no mercy. Exposed concrete. Really exploiting that back. They've been going close to 40 minutes. He's got a family. <laughs> that was my favorite JR quote. Oh my God. Austin, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Shinsuke really fucking Seth up, though. Michael Cole with the uh, keeping the drama going. You're gonna kill yourself. He's gonna split his wrist. <laughs> hey man, shout out my shout out my homie LJS man. Like my brother with me in spirit right now. He he uh one of my close best friends. Uh, another excellent artist and another excellent uh, wrestling fan, and I can just picture him with me right now doing commentary talking about this, shit. or just like my, you know, I, man, Sean, if you listening, what up, bro? Oh my God, Corey, 
Corey, you've known this man forever. Talk to him. He's got a daughter. <laughs> Just saying shit that don't have no relevance to like the shit, but making the shit more intense. Like, oh my god. He's got a warrant for his arrest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they going for it. They going for a lot of high spots. Oh, whoa, bro. Hey. Where's Tajiri at? Tajiri really put this mist on the map. Like, you know, is that just a Japanese thing or... Is the mist is man. Oscar hit with the mist. Shin hit with the mist tonight. Tajiri going crazy. If he ain't, but they don't have a green mist. It be blue or red. He sprayed him in the face and pushed him off a ladder. That is scary as fuck. Imagine being on the top of a ladder. I don't know if it's a 12-foot ladder or whatever, like a regular top. And being just, you know, somebody spit mist in your face, blind you. And pushes you off of a ladder. Imagine how terrifying that is. Shinsuke, this is why they should give him the title. Like, he's really, he's so into his character. You know, King of Strong Style. Like, he's trying to... Seth can't get up. No. Look at Cole, though. Hey, look at Cole. Stay down. <laughs> oh. This is why they call Michael the GOAT, though. He is the greatest comic. He's lit. They put, hey, they gave him some special Pizza Hut. Nah, I'm just, I'm gonna stop playing though, cause Michael Cole really is a goat. And uh, I remember watching Michael Cole like early, like WWE SmackDown and Raw, and, like him being a backstage announce like interviewer. Now he's you know the face of commentary. <laughs> Set to so raw. Not hesitating to continue the punishment. 
punishment of Rollins and Michael Cole look in the center of the ring. The single steel chair ominously set up. This is exactly what we saw Monday on Raw. Yeah, and Shinsuke Nakamura foreshadowing Monday what he was going to do to Seth Rollins tonight. Again, with Rollins in the middle of the ring, climbing Seth through the damn chair. Rollins riding an agony. Shinsuke really trying to break Seth. Jen's a good villain, bro. He be playing into that so good. Shout out Celsius. Tropical vibe. Sparkling starfruit pineapple edition. Oh, that's so smart. His ring awareness. Slid out of the ring so he could stand up. Like rolled out but slid. That was so smart. Architect mentality. Whatever you're thinking, Rollins is already two steps ahead. But Rollins is being dismantled. And Rollins turned right into the timekeeper's area by Nakamura. Nakamura has just, just this blank, just sick, sadistic. Going to another high spot. Outside of the ring. By the gates. I'm surprised, like, you don't see more, like, fans just risking their freedom on camera more often, like, trying to get themselves more involved or, like, get involved with the match. But, I mean, I'm not encouraging that. I'm just saying it's surprising to me. I'm always be on point though if I'm next time I'm at a WWE event. Pedigree. I just said uh, my homie and his girl was just out at a pay-per-view uh, not a pay-per-view event uh, at Peoria at a SmackDown event and they were on TV. Somebody screenshotted and said I'm on TV with John Cena and it is true like I, bro that be that be my profile picture for so long. That's my easy claim to fame. Like, yeah, I'm just cap on that. I sit there and build and cap. Yeah, I was on TV with John Cena. You know what I mean? And for, you know, <laughs> use that picture as my cover. I would create a whole podcast about it. Make a flip photo book. Uh-oh. Falcon Arrow. What an incredible match. Now he's had two matches against Shinsuke, and Chef don't want no more smoke. It's like Ali versus Frazier. It's like they going, they both going at it. But Shin would make a great WWE champion, though. Like, I want to see him get the belt. Both at a count of three, four, five, six, 
Seven. Seth's struggling to stand up, too. He's using that table. Shin really playing in that agony. That, And you know he hurting, but he, he make that last scream at eight. He, ah! Collapsed at six. Seven. Wow, what a match. He's hurting. Seth is hurting. <laughs> like, I'm hurting for him right now. You can see, like, that. You can see that, like, rage adrenaline in his eyes, too, though. Like, you can see that pain, but, like, like that I won. Like, every, like you can see that Vegeta factor in his eyes. Like, Seth just had to go Vegeta Majin boot real quick. What a match. What a pay-per-view. WWE's been so stellar. I mean, for so long. But, like, you know, this last calendar year has been so good. Ever since the Rumble, like, I mean, it's been so good. Then that Falcon Arrow off the top. He had a pedigree. Then that Falcon Arrow off of the top of the... Some sort of platform. He probably fell like. Mm, maybe five feet in the air. Through a table. Yeah, that holy shit chant. That's probably not piped in. That's probably real. Seth looks like a like a like a cerebral assassin Triple H mode like Bray Wyatt, man, I ain't, I ain't even, I ain't, I haven't did a podcast since like the end of July, well, no, it was like July 22nd, when was the last time I, I did a pod? I ain't spoke on it, man. We lost Bray in August, man. I'm still, man, as a wrestling fan, you know how you know how this hits. I I think I think you did that for Bray. I think this was a win for the for Bray Wyatt for the Fiend. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't put out an episode since uh, July twenty second. So we'll, I'll do. We'll put. We put more content out. Newer content. We got some newer things happening too. So stay tuned with what we got going. You know, I like to cover these uh, pay per views, and you know, you know, I like to upload content, family content. Comedy content, music content. Yeah, man. Adult School Marco Podcast, the truest middle school in America. Today, WWE Fastlane. Seth retained the title. This, I mean, tonight would have been Damien's most opportune time to cash in. The fact that, like, they were so hurt, you know, and Damien's hurt a little bit, but, like, you know, he just. Uh, look at him with the blood. Dude, Seth's a warrior, dude. Indianapolis. Naptown. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. That was good. All right. That's going to wrap up this episode. It's your boy, Marco Fos, Chief Mulatto Poppy, The Dark Knight, Adult School Marco Podcast, The Trillist Realist School in America. Peace.
stepping into a last man standing match for the very first time in a very personal way because Shinsuke has pushed him and pushed him and pushed him to go back to payback. Shinsuke wasn't successful. Shinsuke was the one standing at the end of that match, but not in this match. Such a such a great match. And I think it pushed pushed Seth somewhere. He hadn't gone a while. It got personal. Look, uh, you can be a fellow chucker like Shinsuke Nakamura. You can bring anything out. Adult School Marco Podcast, the trillest real school in America. And today, recap Fastlane, new tag team champions, Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, Io Sky retained the women's championship. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship. LA Knight and John Cena beat Jimmy Uso and Solo. LWO beat Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. Seth Rollins beat Shinsuke Nakamura. But Seth has had to prepare for that. What a great paper view. You know the great shape that he is in. He was ready for that. And I also think Thank y'all for listening and subscribing and tuning in and sharing. Shinsuke pressed all the right buttons, but I think Seth got to the y'all right be good. Peace out. Well, Shinsuke exposed this injury of Seth freaking Rollins. And he 